This is Anabaptist Perspectives. In May, earlier this year, we published an interview with Kyle Stolzfus about his experience with education. Today's episode is an excerpt from that same conversation which was not included in the earlier episode. If you didn't hear our first interview with Kyle Stolzfus, you may consider listening to it before hearing this one. Here's Kyle discussing the purpose and value of higher education. It's not to say there's no risks involved. Part, sure. of, part of going to a secular university is that they, they change your mind about things, okay? Mm-hmm. And that influence mm-hmm. is both, say, in the ideas, especially if you're, you're in the humanities or liberal arts. It's mm-hmm. embedded right into the ideas. But I, I tend to think even just in the practices of a secular university, uh, the frosh mm. night, the, what orientation is like, how the classroom experience is even structured. It's there's something just um, just built into those experiences, which which will cause a Christian to struggle, okay, at some level. Mm. So you have to be aware of that. But you recognize this. There's there's these skills. They're they're kind of dormant in and of themselves. And you bring them you bring them to life. You animate them with the spirit of Christ, mm-hmm. and it's it's going to fundamentally alter how you deal with those things. And there's even possibility there you could. You could do Christian nursing. So in a way, college college isn't the end. Mm-hmm. That can be a means to something that has so much more meaning in mm-hmm. life. Um, and maybe people just don't quite walk that path always yeah. as, as they should. Well, that's, yeah. how, that's how I like to see it. Anyway, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not the end. It's the means to the end. For myself, that's not where I started off. So <laughs> Yeah, that, I, that's an idealistic Yeah thing but you know maybe if i don't know if it's, people it's approached just, it like that it's awfully fun to reflect that back on everybody else because yeah. i haven't done it myself <laughs> <laughs> so everybody wants to go to college maybe they should do it that way yeah just don't do it the way i did it but now that i've actually gotten there I, I yeah. Think, yeah that that approach i think in a way could help um especially the, the next generation to understand you know the practical realistic value of college and how it can be used for god's kingdom mm-hmm. um it can feel kind of ambiguous, like what's the good of all of this? Mm-hmm. Hmm. And if nothing, if nothing else, even if you don't think that a that the education should be necessary, that you could do the same thing that an engineer did, and not a lot of folks are willing to say that. Yeah. But with this mentality that if 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 I just had enough experience, the, the education's kind of redundant. You could learn it on the job. And you'll notice some difficulties there right away, I think, because most people don't say that. But the reality is of our world that if you want to be an engineer, you first got to study, okay? That's the way you get access to that entire field. Uh, you may not like it very much, but that's the reality we function in. Hmm. And bringing a positive perspective to the experiences is probably going to turn out a lot better if you see the value of it instead of just seeing it as a necessary evil. Yeah. And seen it as just a way to get a good job. Yeah, well, yeah. especially that. Yeah, <clears throat> my own educational journey. Like, I've been over some of the the facts about it. You know, in 2011, I graduated from Faith Builders, but the the progression, and, and you've noticed this already. I think is is really significant in this, mm. is that you start off from, or that I started off from, what's essentially kind of a, a self focused 
okay. and negative reason for coming into college, uh, saying, I don't feel like I'm doing very much that's worthwhile here. Uh, I'm, I don't like my job and I want to do something different. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's a negative and it's, it's focused on what I, what I need or what I feel like I need. And there's, that gives me access to something next, which would be faith builders. And there's a growing sense of clarity. There's some less ambiguity and begin to be able to serve in new ways here. And now as I'm moving toward graduate studies starting here in August, um, not uh, not an absolute certainty that this is what I need to be doing, say, or that uh, it's all spelled out in the clouds now, and I, I just know how the tea leaves have fallen. Um, it's it's not that, but I do have a sense of confidence, and that confidence mm-hmm. isn't based so much in just you know that inward look of like I'm, I'm in so much pain and I want to get out of this, as much as saying now, I see this as a way of of serving the people okay. who I am. Yeah, yeah. And I, I see this as a way of, of helping my church to grow. I see this as a way of, of learning how to even lead my family, which is really pretty challenging sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, you feel inadequate there a lot as, as a father, and, 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 and growing in that, it, it becomes wrapped up in something much larger. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it's, I think it's important to recognize, at least in my journey, it's been significant to recognize that although I started off at one place that was essentially about getting a different job, of getting away from the pain, I've ended up somewhere that's, that's much more focused on a sense of calling in a maturing commitment mm-hmm. to Christ and His work, and at least a, a growing awareness of where it is that I could mm-hmm. fit myself into His kingdom, but much less about myself there. Using it as a as a means of service. Yeah, that's Preparing right. Preparing for service. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and seeing some places there too, noticing more specific and I think real needs that are present, and, yeah. and kind of forming yourself around that space. And I think that's something that uh, the younger generation is starting to react to is like, oh, you uh-huh. know, these people just sit in and just go to college forever, get a degree in whatever, and then end up getting a job just like everybody uh-huh. else. That. Yeah, you're talking about a much more deliberate path. And deliberate is, is a little bit too strong, I think. Um, mm, but maybe, there, yeah, yeah. I, would, I would at least encourage people who are considering college to, to ask the question, is this helping me mm-hmm. to meet a real need? Is this helping me to find a real opportunity? Or is this just come some kind of vague, vacuous thing out there that I'm going to try to make up as I go? Um, <laughs> yeah. But... Neither would I say, especially at the beginning of it. The, the only thing I had there was the pain. Okay, I don't like what I'm doing. I don't like my life. And this is a way of pushing through or past the pain. Mm-hmm. It started off as a very negative thing, uh, a sense of neediness. And it's, it's gradually changed and as calling has become more clear. I've gained a greater sense of both who I am and especially, I think, mm-hmm. what opportunities God places in life. Um, it's become more refined and more focused on how can I give? How can I serve? What opportunities are there for me to, to contribute something to the work of God? Mm-hmm. And that, that's, that's kind of come around full circle now towards seminary. But it didn't begin there, and I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, okay, so if you would have dove in, okay, if you would have went straight to seminary, you know, mm -hmm. to a graduate degree right off of the bat, um, I don't know, it sounds like there's a level of preparation that, that you maybe didn't intend, but it yeah. kind of happened along <laughs> the way. Like, you gained some real-life skills and some real experiences you wouldn't have had otherwise. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. That's kind of encouraging. And especially, yeah, yeah it, especially in our circle, to have to have stories to tell that are actually from the field. Yeah. You know, at the yeah. time, I nearly severed a customer's leg with a, uh, with a fan blade that went crazy, or, you know, the time that's I nearly fell good. three stories. Those, those sorts of yeah. experiences... I think are, are really are really important. You know, otherwise, you get really hopelessly just academic, and you know, not practical, not practical, and not yeah. experienced in the better sense hmm. of it. And that's something that that I see as a as a real strength of Anabaptist culture is mm -hmm. we are very practical a lot of times. Mm -hmm. is, you know, real world experience, and that's I like that blend. I, I think trying to find it, um, that's not very easy sometimes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if you're if you're really interested in the practical and, and you mm -hmm. see the skills a person can accumulate, you wonder what's the value of college, and is that right? Yeah, that yeah, pretty much. Mm -hmm. um, and that's that's something I think, um, especially the younger generation, is going to start asking those questions. You know, why spend all of this money on college when I could use that time and money to gain experience in a relevant field and learn something practical? Yeah, it's fair questions. I I do think that. Um, and this, uh, just pivot a little bit here and then just ask the question, so, so what's the value of college education? Right, yeah. Um, and for myself, there's, again, I, I wouldn't have said all of this to begin with, maybe, but in, in my first foray into college with uh, the work at Penn College where they got that degree in computer science, mm -hmm. one of the things that bothered me was that I had to take a lot of programming classes which I felt were kind of irrelevant to what I wanted to learn, which was networking, okay? And I had to take accounting, which made no sense. Interesting. Whatsoever. And I, I remember the, the accounting professor beginning to kind of push on that by saying, hey, look, you guys, I know you don't really care about this class very much because you're here for computer science and you've got to take this, this accounting class. But I promise you, he said, if you're in computer science for any length of time, you're going to be working with finances and accountants. And he was right. Frequently now, in, in the work that I did previously, um, and in some of the work that I do, you know, I, I, that's, that's what you run into. If you work with computers, you're going to be working with finances. Mm -hmm. And if you want to understand computers, you're going to need to understand programming. Okay? So I came in wanting just a few very practical skills. I wanted to know, how do I fix Windows 98? Okay? And they taught me programming instead. Mm -hmm. And a little bit about Windows 98 and a little bit about Windows Server 2000. And maybe it's becoming clear now as I'm talking, like the reason they did that, they wanted to teach me a mindset, a prepared way of looking at computers and technology, which is founded in programming. Yeah. I wanted yeah. the skills. The reason they did that is because the skills are obsolete now. If they would have focused on Windows 98 and Server 2000, I'd be a wreck. Okay. Mm -hmm. All of that's obsolete. But I do have that, that mindset, the way of kind of intuitively looking at things, and I can still figure it out because hmm. I know how a computer works at the yeah. gut level. Yeah. They knew that because they've been in the field for years and years. Me coming in as a novice, 
I just wanted a grab bag of skills and then I could run off and flee, you know, and, yeah. and get a great job. Yeah. That's just not how it works. Um, and you need, you need as the novice to have apprenticeship with somebody who's been in the field. And that's ideally what college is about. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Anabaptist Perspectives. For more information, you can go to our website at anabaptistperspectives.org, where we have a blog. And this material is also available in video form on YouTube and Facebook, both under the name Anabaptist Perspectives. This podcast is also available on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Anchor. We would love to hear your feedback, so if you have any thoughts on something that was shared on this show, please let us know. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Anabaptist Perspectives. Your listening and sharing this with friends helps more people find our episodes. A special thanks to all of you who support Anabaptist Perspectives financially. We are here because of you. If you haven't had the chance to give yet this year, would you consider making a year-end donation? You can donate on our website or by check. Thank you so much for listening and supporting Anabaptist Perspectives. Thank you for joining us for this episode. We invite you to join our monthly partner program. Monthly partners are key to the financial sustainability of Anabaptist Perspectives. Partners also gain access to bonus content, including our exclusive podcast where we respond to audience questions and comments. Sign up at anabaptistperspectives.org.